0: Hello everyone in podcast pool land. This is Demetrius Shalatis and Josh Burble. Hey guys. Yes, we're kicking it off, man. We're kicking it off. These things are tough to get going. We are coming from a different location because, uh, my mysterious carbon monoxide alarm, I I don't have the right battery. The thing's chirping. So we're coming from the, the dungeon downstairs to get away from the 30 second chirp. So hopefully we won't hear that in the background, but, uh, with that out of the way all the important stuff out of the way uh what's on our docket today josh we've got a listener question yep and then we've got a we've got something that's been on your mind and mine in different ways and it was interesting that we were
1: kind of weighing on both of us with yeah it's funny i did like it converged where i i uh either texted you or called you or left you a memo or something on on the subject and you're like yeah I was going to talk about that same thing or yeah it was on my
0: mind too and it was funny because I didn't even realize it was the same subject until I anyway what we're going to talk about is fake trying yes fake trying Josh coined that phrase and I'm I I like that phrase and then uh, finally we're going to talk about a little uh, something that Josh and I have brewing for the uh, yeah we'll just near future near future yeah So, oh, listener question. All right. Uh, Is there anything else? I should probably plug my boot camp. Um, So I three-day pool. I I do pool training boot camp style. So regardless of your location, most of my students fly in anyway. So uh, I happen to be in Minnesota, but you can come from anywhere. If you're serious about taking your game to the next level, look me up on mnpoolbootcamp.com, short for minnesotapoolbootcamp.com you can learn a little bit more about what I do. Basically you fly in and then we get on a table for three days. And if you, it's intense, it's intense. It's transformative. And uh, if you're a, if you're a good player and you want to, you know, maybe you've been stuck for a few years and you haven't seen a lot of improvement, or maybe you're about to put a few years of hard work in and you're about to get serious about the game. Either way, shoot me an email, shoot me a call. Again, mnpoolbootcamp.com. All right. Listener question. I got a really cool listener question, Josh. I didn't even tell you what it was. So you're totally unprepared for this.
1: That's fine. Send it.
0: He says, this is this. He says, I found myself at the pool hall yesterday. I don't get too many chances to play these days. Imagine how sick it was coming to the pool hall and not finding any inspiration to actually play. If you haven't done anything on this, I'd be interested to hear what you recommend. Because when I get three hours of table time, I don't want to waste them. So basically just like what happens when you're like, you finally got your time to play, you've carved out like a little bit of time to go practice. You get there and you're just like, don't really, can't really find the desire to get into it. Hmm. What
1: are your thoughts? <laughs> Put you on the spot here. No, I got you. Yeah. It's it's funny. Cause uh, well, I'd say you make your plan ahead of time. You just lay out what you're going to do. Like you just are real thoughtful about it and and you come up with a plan that makes sense if it's, uh, drilling or ghost or different things or setting up a, a setting up a match with somebody at least to have someone to play like doing doing it all in advance i, I think is the way to go like to kind of go to the, you know to have the time is is it's awesome and to go to the pool room is great but and sometimes if you don't struggle with this you can just go to the pool room and hit balls and 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 it's fine but i think i think having a plan is the answer What do you say having a plan? Give me an example. Like if I had three hours to play and it was important to me that that time was used valuably, I would, I would try to figure out with my game, what does my game need in that three hours? What's the most, what's the best benefit I can have? If I have a table at my house, like, okay, so I I had a table at my house before I sold, sold it. But when I would go to the pool room, when I went to a pool room, it was because I needed to play in front of people and I needed to get out of my own element and I needed to like, you know, not be stuck shit house rat practicing in my, in my garage. And so I realized that in order to, you know, to get the most out of it, sometimes it was just enough to go hit balls and, and hit balls on the front table in front of people walking and barking and wolfing and shit. And that was good, good for me to be out doing that. But sometimes it would be like, no, I specifically need to play someone and have someone fire at me and I need to fight and I need to scratch and claw. Um, So I would set it up, you know, so I would just think, where am I at in my game? and What do I need in this three hours at this trip? And then I would try to make that happen. If I need competition, I'd have to set up somebody to play. And if I needed to do work on something with my stroke or my drills or, or, you know, drill, I would do drills around whatever area it is, if it's cue ball, if it's stroke, if it's whatever.
0: No, I I don't disagree. I think it, I think that there's a lot of things you can do, but, but at the same time, there are going to be times when you don't feel like it. And so it's, you know, you, I think the answer is like, you do everything you can to maximize the number of times you feel like it and to be as effective as you can with your time. But then you also know that, you know, I mean, I don't know, like you look at guys like Fedor or Gorst or something. It's like, you think every time he picked up his cue, he always felt like it. I mean, a lot of these guys, you know, and you know, I mean, you go to Derby, for example, you know, you play match after match day after. You don't always feel like it. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's at some point it's kind of like, It's kind of like a job, like, you know, if you're going to be a professional, (laughs) no, but it's like, really, you kind of have to look at it. Like, you don't always feel like going to work in the morning. Uh, It would be nice if you were always super engaged, but we're humans in the same way. We have a range of performance. You're going to have a range of, you know, engagement. And, and so, you know, when you're feeling good, you take advantage. And when you're not, you just punch the clock and do what you need to do, you know, and that's right. I mean, there's not, you're not always going to be thrilled to play pool or always Uh, thrilled to put in the work.
1: Yeah. And I think we've talked about this before in past past podcasts easy to say um without part of that if you're not thrilled or or to be playing in that moment and you're struggling with motivation you have to kind of lower your expectations of what you're going to produce that day yeah and just realize hey me playing this three hours is is what's important whether you know whether it's because i just need to get away from my life and i need to play pool and it's important for that or me playing this three hours is important because uh, it's the only time I have to work on my game and I'm trying to get better, but like to, to lessen your expectations and just be like, okay, I, I want to get this time in, I need to get this time in. And instead of sitting there and playing, and I've done this a million times, Debbie, and I'm probably, you've probably done it too. It's like, you start hitting balls and in 10 minutes or 15 minutes, you just, you're forcing it. You don't feel right. And you're beating yourself up because you're not getting the results that you think you should be getting. And it's like, it's like, well, how can I do this for three hours? Well, the way you do it for three hours is you drop that expectation and you play and you just sort of make it more about the goal is the volume of the of the, the time frame not the quality of the thing, 100% you
0: know? that's a really good idea and you know one thing so now that I have said you got to you know accept the fact that you're not always going to be engaged there are a lot of things you can do uh what what Josh says you know sometimes you have to zoom in zoom in zoom in uh so for example you know if you're trying to run tables and it's just not flowing and it's not coming and you're just kind of like not really putting the work like just you know, I zoom into where you're just working on one shot or one maneuver or, or three one ball transition, or four simple, ball transition, simple, simple stuff. Yeah, trans- exactly. Because what happens, I think is, is that the real problem is focus because you know, when you're in competition, your adrenaline's bumping, it's like, you see the edge of the ball and you see, you see, like, you're just super dialed to where every shot and every angle is important and every, and every shot and every inch of the cue ball is important. And when you're not that engaged, I know that, you know, there's times I pick up the cue ball and I just start shooting balls. And it's like, I'm just like, well, I'll just get over there and I'll figure it out. And I'll get, you know, it's like, I'm not fighting for every inch. I'm not staring at the contact point. I'm not grinding the balls in. I'm just, and and as soon as I start feeling like I'm not focused enough, everything falls apart. And I have to just, you know, do stuff that's going to simple, like you say, like just zoom way in on like, you know, pick something small and work at it. Yeah. And,
1: and I say, yeah, I, I think that, I mean, I also think like, like, like one of the things that I think is that my experience has been when I'm in this, this situation that he's talking about with a certain amount of time. And I want to make that time where I can get a little bit global where I'm like, I got to do everything. I got to make everything happen and do all this stuff. And, and uh, I, you know, sometimes you put out too many balls on the table. Like we've talked about this too. It's like, I, I think, the best, like one of the things I do when I'm feeling frustrated is I, when you're saying simple, like I actually simplify it. I like yeah. do three ball transitions or four ball transitions, or I do two ball transitions. It's like, I just, I just, I simplify the drill like and we've talked about this before it's we like trying to it's like when
0: it's know? like there's a saying and I forget who said it it's like I pity the man who wants to run a hundred balls who, who envisions a hundred ball run and can't make the first ball or something. It's yeah. like it's like something it's like you want to run a hundred but it's like sometimes you just have to try to just let's just make one ball and see where yeah. it goes you know
1: yeah and, and then and then yeah 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 and look at the like like we like the straight pool analogy it's like yeah 100 ball run is very very difficult but it, it all starts by the, the individual components and so rather than sitting there and saying, like, I used to do this to straight pool too. Mm-hmm. I get so overwhelmed because I was playing a guy. That how, do just, how, do how, how do I get a hundred? How do I get a hundred? How do I get to a hundred? How, how do I play like this, like, like Mark, like I, he would just shoot my nuts off and I'd be like, well, how can I get there? And, and it's like, well, I get there by breaking it down and learning the individual components and drilling on those and learning on those components. And so it's just, I, I know I talk, I've talked about this a lot or we've talked about it, but like breaking down those into smaller chunks, manageable bites, like elephant one bite at a time. I mean, it's like, that's really the thing, especially when you're talking about feeling a little bit, not panicky, but like, Oh, I you have know, three hours. I got to make this great. It's like, you don't, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be great. It just has to be hard work and learning for three hours. Yeah. And
0: so like, for example, if you're trying to, if you were wanting to play straight pool and you were struggling, what you could do is set up a break ball and then put like a, you know, put two, two, three balls on the table and just work on you know, picking a key ball, making two open balls, pivoting out the key ball and getting on the break ball and just do that from different spots and try to get interested and absorbed in the small. That's the thing is you yeah. got to be interested in the small details. Yeah. You can't be like, okay, so that's, that's one big, big deal. One thing I do too, is um, when I, when I practice, if I feel like hitting balls, every time I pick up my cue, I do what I call core drill, core skill, and then I just play. And so I don't over-practice, but I don't under-practice. Because when I do a core drill, I have like, you know, maybe like five to 10 drills that I'm kind of like rotate between that I really enjoy that are challenging. And, uh, and I'll, I'll pick one and I'll do it for like 15, 20 minutes. It doesn't have to be, that's the thing is it's a short session, usually 15, 20 minutes, sometimes half an hour, whatever. And then when I'm done with that, then I'll pick something that I want to work on. You know, like I've got always like five or six shots that I'm rotating between that, that I'm kind of having fun with. And so then I'll hit those balls for like 15 minutes and then I'll just play. So it's like that way, but I do it every time I play. It's like half an hour to 45 minutes. Every time I play, I've got like a 30 to 40 minutes of like really kind of grindy stuff. That's like hard stuff. And then after that, then I get to play because I've earned it. Like I've earned the right to go ahead and play. Like I don't just rack up the balls and start playing. Uh, Part of the reason is like, I don't, maybe it's like helps me get focused if I start with something really hard to kind of force me to get focused. Uh, And then at the same time, it's like, after doing really, really difficult stuff for half an hour to 45 minutes, then it's like, man, Oh, it's going to be fun just to play a game now where I can, maybe not every shot is so hard, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway. So that's one thing that I do to where it's a good rhythm for, for kind of you, you get your practice in without over practicing where you're just going to sit there and, practice long, straight shots for five hours or something.
1: And if you're someone that, that tends to, if you look at yourself and you reflect and you're honest, like, I'm not saying you are, I am or just the the, right, the emailer is, but like, let's just say like, like, or let's say, say, say me, like if I'm a person that gets frustrated with difficulty, then I keep it easier. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I, it's almost oh, that's like, a good point yeah. yeah yeah so I understand what you're saying Demi. yeah for yeah sure, I just enjoy that but that's yeah. what you enjoy I, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so, yeah. so what, what I'm saying is I enjoy that too but I, I sort of it's almost like a workout where like my work is so much better if I ride the bike for 10 minutes I hardly ever do but it's like a warm-up you know and so I think with pool too there there can be a little bit of warm-up element and then attack some of the harder stuff but but I'm also a uh, like I believe strongly that you have to play for those three hours and have fun and, and work on some things. And, and when you're feeling good and you're feeling motivated, then you can put up the put up the, the difficulty level, but keep, you know, so I think you kind of, you have to be self-aware yeah, and figure out if you're getting frustrated and don't be afraid to just back off and do something easy.
0: It's interesting. Like I think about uh, one of the drills that we both do and I, I think about it and it's like, for me, and this will kind of go more into our next conversation about fake try, so maybe I'll, I'll call back to it then. Um, So then, then the other thing I'd say is that zooming out at the big picture of how you manage your career, like if there's, if suppose you were playing your first pro tournament tomorrow and you're at the pool hall, like you're going to be excited to practice because you're going to be like, you know, you're already going to be, your heart's already going to be beating about what's going to happen the next day. And in my experience, like when I have a big tournament coming up, like the two weeks before I'm like geared up, like, Oh, you know, I'm gearing up for that tournament. And then when I get back from a big tournament, like there's a bunch of stuff I'm hungry to work on because I think about like, you know, if there's a couple shots I missed or a couple things I struggled with, it was right. You know, the man, if I could have just done that, you know, I would have, I could see how I could have gotten to the final four of that sucker. If I could have just put that ball down or whatever, or, or I'm just inspired because maybe I played a great tournament. I'm feeling like, Hey man, things are going good. I'm liking the game. So anyway, the point is, is that uh, there are things that I look forward to and things that if I have a tournament on my calendar, I get like four extra weeks of inspiration, the two weeks before and the two weeks after on average. And so I try to like, you can scatter stuff out and like, you know, you can ask yourself, like, what do you have that's, that's what do you have coming up that's inspiring you? And if the answer is like, I don't know, I'm just kind of practicing, I'd like to get better, I guess, but I don't know, maybe, you know, whatever. It's like, well- Put something
1: on your calendar that inspired, Yeah, that inspires. Something.
0: That's right. It's yeah. like you, and I really, really think that when you drive a car, it's your responsibility as a driver to like, pay attention to your, what's in your gas tank. And if you're low on gas, make sure you can get to a fuel station and you have to put gas in the tank. It's like, I feel like motivation. I don't look at it as something where you just show up and hope it's there. I feel like you kind of have to manage it the way you manage anything. And you say, what are the things that fill my tank up? And how do I schedule enough of that stuff on my calendar to make sure that I have something to fight for? and part of that's narrative and stuff and how you know what story and what's, how is this important to you? Like what, what is this part of? Because if you don't have anything coming up, that's, you know, you have like, you have like the kindling, the short kindling, like the newspaper that lights that fire quick. And then you have the big logs. And I feel like you need every fuel source possible. So you have to have some narrative about why you're playing and why it's important to you, but you also have to have small stuff coming up and stuff that you just played and you know, people pushing you. And so find as many fuel sources as you can figure out like what are the times you felt inspired and how do you schedule as many of those things as you can and space them out to where you give yourself the maximum chance and then and then have a plan and so that's those are my thoughts it's like for the big picture try to make sure you have some fuel sources to keep you going and then have a plan you know manage through it zoom in keep it simple build from there and then understand it's not always going to be perfect but it's if you do those things, you're going to be better than if you didn't do those things. Mm-hmm. So,
1: and I, and I would say like <clears throat> the fuel source down like this is what I'm going through right now is my fuel source is down the road so far. Mm-hmm. Like like I I'm playing pool and I'm hitting balls and 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 it's like I get a bump when I play you. Like I knew like Demi and I played for like eight nine hours already today, and it's like I'm looking forward to it. So I went and practiced the two days before because I. I just knew that I gotta be ready to play for nine hours and hold up my end of the bargain and everything like that. But I'm saying like my overall like career plans with pool or whatever you wanna call them, um, they're down the road. So it's like, I, I play and hit balls and my motivation or my fuel is like down the road. Someday I might not wanna, I might, okay. I might wanna play someday down the road. So I need to play now. In order, and I need to focus, and I need to try hard, and I need to work on my game still because someday I might play. you know what I'm saying? Like, so if you're, if you're, like, I know a lot of your students or people that email you, they talk about, well, I'm busy with work, and I'm, and I have all these things, and I can't get, you know what I'm saying? So, to me, they fit in a similar category, maybe where they're, if they looked at it and and said, well, someday I know it's not going to be like this forever, and I do want to play, so if I get this, if this guy, this, I'm not saying this guy that's emailing is writing and saying, I only play three hours a week. I've heard, I've heard all this from, from you and your students. I'm saying, um, it's okay if you only have an hour or two or three a week and you have kids, family, all these distractions, all these things going on because someday it's not going to be like that. That's,
0: that's a huge point. And it's like to know that there are pool. I I actually learned this from, um, it might've been Mark Peterson was talking about how, Cause wasn't he like a pro or like a pro golf coach
1: yeah he was a pro, he and was so
0: a, he uh, talked about this yeah. and I this has been really helpful this He's is he said to me that um Instructor. that he isn't always you know like the top players aren't always engaged but what they do is that they they have peaks and valleys of engagement but that they time it and that they time it really well so that they're engaged when they need to be and I know I know that I'm the same way um, I go through periods where I Fortunately, I find that when I get in competition, like it brings stuff out for me that I don't have on the practice table. I just wish I could, but I like, for some reason, I can't maintain that same level of intensity when I'm practicing that I have when I'm in competition. And so part of that is discouraging because 95% of my time on the table is practicing versus competition. So I wish that I could just do that. But instead, I just have to understand that, hey, instead of getting frustrated that I can't do it all the time let's be grateful that it happens sometimes and know that even if i'm not this is not the part it's my it's like uh my dad was a rock climber it's almost like he'd go rock climb two times a year or three times a year where he got to go and take these trips and go up to these big mountain ranges and rock climb and the rest of the time he was in the gym doing pull-ups and you know it's like that's not the fun part but you don't get to do the rock climb if you don't do the pull-ups yeah and so i don't know i think and, and, and even what josh is saying about it's kind of a narrative too of saying hey I don't have to see a huge payoff right now. I just have to know that if I'm putting in a few hours here and there, it'll add up so that when the clouds part or the seasons change and I have opportunities, I'll be ready to take advantage of them. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I also want to mention, you should get a table at home. Like, honestly, I've had a table at home my whole life uh, and except that I had like a two year period where I couldn't. And it was really, eh, it wasn't like depressing or anything, but I'll tell you, What's nice about having a table at home is if I have some time and I try to get on the table and I'm not feeling it, I can always just say, you know what? I'll come back to this in an hour. And sometimes I just walk away and then, you know, feel like it a little bit later. And then I pick it up to cue and it gives you such a lot of flexibility. And then when you're in the mood to play, you don't have to be like, oh man, I'd have to get in the car, drive 40 minutes and go to some pool hall and get a table, put the ball. Who knows? And I don't have that much time. Like if I only had 40 minutes, I could just jump on the table for 40 minutes at any. So it's like anytime, as soon as I feel like it. I can cash in those enthusiasm chips at any time. And I feel like having a table at home is a big advantage for that reason.
1: So, but if you can't have a table at home for whatever reason, you know, the room, you yep. don't have the resources. Like I still think.
0: No, you know, I am just, we're brainstorming yeah, yeah, yeah. ideas. Yep. And I'm yep. saying that for me, but, but the different thing is, is that there's people that. There's people that can't, and there's people that have one. And then there's people that are like, eh, maybe if I take out that wall or I'm looking at maybe getting to, you know, whatever it's like, for me, it's a huge priority to the point where I almost built my life around making sure I could have a table yeah. at home, and that's how big of a priority it is. So,
1: and but, I, but I'm, just I'm heard, different. I'm different. Yeah, there. and I've heard enough people. What I'm trying, I'm not trying to. i have just you're
0: trying not to buzzkill the people that can't. Yeah, I understand and I'm trying not to
1: And I'm and I'm I'm trying not to give people excuses like. There's that's not an like having not having a table at your house is not an excuse. No, like, as, I'm just so saying
0: getting not, a table is a strategy, yeah. But not having one, then I, the bottom line is you got to get the job done. So if you can't get a table at home, then you have to find another way. That's just one way, there's yeah, a lot of ways,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I want to go play some more ghosts. <laughs> we have to keep pottying here. I want to yeah. let's buzz through this podcast. We can go fire we off a few more TV sets. All right. All right. Well, let's get to what we're really, well, thank you for the question, by the way, if anybody else has questions, ping it out to me. Um, so fake trying, Josh, why don't you try to explain that's such, it's such a hard thing to try to get your hands around, but yeah. it's so obvious, but it's so hard to explain. Yeah. Hit him, I maybe you could explain it.
1: Yeah. I mean, so I don't know if, I, so the reason why this came up again for me, so I've talked to, to one of our mutual friends and one of your students that so we've talked about this. So, so, and Andy will know, I mean, he, he knows where, like I've shared it with him. He, he, like, it's, it's cool. We had a really good experience talking about fake trying. Um. So w- the way this popped up for me is my kid plays basketball and he had, he's eighth grade and he, he plays uh, traveling and I've watched him play traveling for six months. And then I watched him play. Now he's in AAU and he, and everything. And I watch him and it's like he does this. He does a very similar thing every time he goes down the court, and the bottom line is that I, I know that he's he's like fake trying. He's trying to look like a basketball player. He's trying. Well, you explain you know, it like
0: you explained it to me. Where he go? What does he do with the ball? when Oh, okay,
1: yeah, yeah. So it's,
0: it's kind of important. Yeah. yeah like, so
1: so in ba- so what he does if you, if you know basketball, there's a key at the top of of where the three point line is and stuff. So he'll he'll run down with his hand in the air like hey pass me the ball pass me the ball and then because they know that he doesn't he doesn't shoot like he's a, he's kind of afraid to shoot he doesn't want to make mistakes whatever so he'll run down he'll he'll wave his hands like hey I'm open I'm open pass me the ball so so that's the first thing where he's like he, he's kind of like looking like hey I I would like you to pass me the ball but like they never pass him the ball so he should come up with a different strategy maybe or something so anyways but it's like he wants it to look like hey I'm part of the team I'm over here I'm trying And that's, that's what, that's what I mean. And so then he goes to the top of the key. This is the point where it's kind of like the fake trying thing is that he, he, uh, they pass in the ball, and then he immediately passes it he doesn't look to create a shot. He doesn't look to create space. He doesn't look to ISO. He doesn't, yeah, he gets he, it. He dribbles he, he it a few times and then like, look
0: at me. i dribbling I'm and I'm passing it to you. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 We're, like we're playing hot potato.
1: Yeah. Like we're, we're playing basketball. Like we're, we're <laughs> you know, <like laughs> look, we're, look at us, we're look playing. at us, we're playing basketball. And But, but the thing is, is that I'm obviously my kid is like my world. I love him. I'm so happy and proud of him for playing basketball and going through all this. And he tried out to get an AU. It's awesome. It's just, I can see where he's I've just watched him for months and months and months and months do the same thing where as soon as he gets the ball, he wants to get rid of it. And he's not looking to take a shot. He's not looking to dribble. He's not looking to like, he wants to bounce it and bounce it in a safe zone. And he then, wants to and touch then the ball, touch and the then ball get, yeah, and then hand it to somebody else and then run with his hand up to pass it back to me because, you know, I'm cutting and stuff. So he's he's doing the plays that his coach is talking about sort of, but like, he's kind of like, I've just watched him Demi and what I felt like after months and months and months of watching him. And I had a conversation with him and I did it very gently, but I said, bro, you're, pre- you're pretending to play basketball. Like you're, 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 you're trying to look like you play basketball. You're not playing basketball because people that play basketball shoot the ball and miss and they're okay with it, you know, or they dribble and in it and, it and they can get it knocked away and they're okay with it. Or they they're doing bigger basketball things than just touching the ball and passing it. And then, like getting lost in the in the defense kind of thing. I don't know if I'm I know if I'm explaining it
0: well. Yeah, no, it's 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 for sure. And and of course, I know a lot of people are thinking, like, well, maybe he just doesn't know how. And that's for sure, that's part of it, right? Like you have to develop, but Josh, we can get back to what you said to him about how how that played out. But like, yeah, when it comes to fake trying, I think that's what you said about how real basketball players throw the ball at the hoop. And a lot of times it doesn't go. And a lot of times they, they go for aggressive plays and you know, they, they it goes blocked. out of balance. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah they, it's it, like, they're going to do things. It's yeah. going to fail. They're going to fail, but they're going to swing. Yeah. It's almost like, a, it would be like going up to play baseball and just never swinging at a pitch and hoping that they walk you or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, it's like at some point you got to swing the bat, you know? Yeah, and
1: I, I think our thing about like with, with the fake trying thing is like, it's, it's, it, it hurts to fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, if you push all your chips in and you really try there's going to be failures right and so when it, with pool like I know that in times I've been fake trying right like I've and I told Ari this I'm like hey bro like I've paid thousands of dollars in plane tickets and, and rental cars and entry fees into pro tournaments I've gone out and it's like I'm kind of fake trying, you know, it's like, I'm part of it and I'm happening, I'm going and I'm trying, I'm, I'm I'm, going through the motions of it, but I'm not really 100% pushing my chips in and just like really trying to, to win matches and give my all on every shot. You know, it's like, I just kind of, cause I don't, there's, there's a little part of me at certain points in my life or pool playing journey or sports journey, where it's like, I just couldn't, give all of it to it because i was afraid of losing
0: well the know? pressure can be so intense sometimes you have to like it's almost like sometimes you have to just like detach from it and like step back and be like kind of like kind of just kind of it's almost like you're covering your one hand your eyes with one hand and playing with the other hand where it's like i just don't really want to like i want to disengage and kind of hide and i'll just kind of my body will sleepwalk through it and you know whatever it's like i don't know i've, I've felt like that before you know what i mean but like yeah. like where you're just kind of like it's just like it's almost like too much going it's like too much heat to like engage with it in the moment so you just kind of d- disconnect a little bit and kind of like go through the motions a little
1: yeah yeah like you know you want to do it or you want to be there but in, because Ari asked me he goes do you, so do you think that you were like at 80 percent and I was like yeah I think that's true like I feel like the thumbs what's that yeah, the yeah like, the Eddie like, like Eddie Felsen. <laughs> Felsen yeah no I just feel like you're kind of you're giving a, you're giving a, an effort like you're trying like he my kid is trying when he plays basketball it's just but he's not putting he's not going over that final like like he didn't go all in yeah he didn't go all in he yeah. didn't, go all he in didn't fire it, the third shot yeah exactly We didn't empty the clip he didn't empty the clip That's exactly, <laughs> poker talk um, no he didn't yeah he just because he's not shooting and missing and just continually trying to you know to do that and, and with me with pool at certain points or whatever it was maybe golf or other things. It's like I just I could see, or like fake trying too is like when you're playing pool and you're kind of kind of floating down and you're kind of like acting like you're looking at the angle, but you're not really trying to hit that spot because hitting that spot's a really a lot of work. And what if I don't hit that spot? Then what does that mean about me as a person? Like I can't I can't execute. Like my cue ball's junk. Like there's certain things like if you really 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 try to do these things. It can, it just, it can become overwhelming. So it's like, if you just sort of act like you're trying to do that, it it just, then you can kind of, So you know,
0: I'll tell you what I, and, and by the way, just to close this loop on the basketball, Josh did talk to him then about like, Hey, what, you know, of course, what skills do you think need to be in place for you to be able to shoot the ball? Like, what do you think if you're being blocked? Like, you know, what do you do? Do you need to work on maneuvering around these guys to get a shot or shooting or like, you know, of course, you know, it's part of it is physical, right. Where you're like actually preparing, to be in those spots and working so that you have a physical plan, obviously. So it's not that that wasn't part of it. I just want to explain. Yeah. To people, yeah. Like, I mean,
1: we went and I created yeah. drills for him. Right? Yeah. Basketball yeah. drills. But, I went but, up but it
0: starts with league. a mental thing, which but, is yeah. I'm prepared to shoot and miss. Like yeah. I'm going to go there and I'm going to miss more points this game than I've missed in other games. Cause I haven't missed any. <laughs> so I'm going to yeah. have to, so yeah.
1: But I mean, I think what I'm saying like, this is a really difficult, I'm sorry if it's not coming out that great, no, it's but, tough to get but it's captured. tough to capture. But what I'm saying is like, the, rea- the, the thing is, is about the reality of it. Like, it. like you have to own and admit and have reality. And so if my kid has played, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of basketball games and he doesn't pull the trigger and he dribbles and passes and his whole team is pissed off at him and I can see it and people are yelling from the bench, shoot! It's like, as like, I'm watching from the outside and I see the reality of it. And so what I'm trying to help my son learn is let's talk about the reality of what's going on here. And then let's come up with a plan with how to develop and how to make this to where you're really trying. And you're really, you know, being able to handle the ups and downs of it and, and all that. So.
0: And so then I want to take a shot at explaining it too, because there's when I play with Josh, so Josh, you're a monster player. Uh, You know, you just, you have some, you have some things that you put together. I don't, I don't, I think it would be, demeaning to you to call them gifts, because I know how hard you've played your whole life. And all I know is, is that you're a beast and you do things on the table that I look at it like, man, I try. And sometimes there's times when I can do some of that stuff, but, but you can rely on it in ways. I can't, you know, Josh shot his pocketing and striking is, is really, really clean. And, um, I've, I've wrestled, you know, I I've wrestled with some of the stuff that Josh makes look really routine. And so that's the point is he makes it look really easy. So I remember, uh, I remember maybe it was a year ago I was practicing and I was getting frustrated because I'm like, man, I just, something's wrong because I just can't, like he gets up and just strikes these balls and they go in so effortlessly and cleanly. And for some reason, I can't find ways to, to certain shots and certain angles where I just, those shots give me trouble. And I always have to kind of like get off the ball twice and, you know, grind them in and then hope that they go. And, and so I was, i I always felt like there was something wrong, you know, whether it was fundamentally or just something like something about something I was doing wrong. And I was talking to Josh about it one day and you're like, I grind those in all that. That's all I do is grind. Like, all I do is try to get up there and grind those balls in. And like, I never, you're like, I think you told me something like, Hey, half the time. Like, I don't like, those are hard shots. I don't always know if I can make them. I just get up there and stare at the contact point And I just try really, 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 really hard and send it towards the hole. And then sometimes they go in and sometimes they, you know, go in in streaks, but like, you're, you're not up there. Like this is effortless. Ha ha ha. They're just floating in from everywhere. I can't miss. You're not just like, you're like, you're up there working your ass off. That's what you told me is you're working your ass off. And so then it was like, it was really cool for me. Cause I'm like, okay. And so the point is, is that you can't, tr- you can't try to become a player That's good enough that the player doesn't have to try That's So this It's almost like there's two different things. There's trying really, really, really hard. And then there's trying, and then there's not wanting to try hard. And then there's wanting to try to become a player that doesn't have to try hard. Like I'm going to work on my fundamentals to where those things are just effortless. And I'm going to work on my technique and I'm going to work on my aiming systems. And I'm going to work on my pre-shot and I'm going to work on all these things. And maybe if I try really, really hard, I can turn myself into a player where the game's just easy and I don't have to try that hard. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's, it's really weird, but it's like, I feel like, I feel like you have to in pool, you actually, it's always you, it's always going to be really, really tough. And so you have to just get up there and be ready to take on really, really, really tough on every shot, as opposed to trying to find a shortcut where you could just, you know, become a player that where it's easy. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense?
1: No, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think where people get trapped is that they think, well, that's the zone. Like when you're in the zone, then it's, then it's easy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so what's the magic? Like, how do I get in the zone all the time? Like, how am I just always in the zone or how do I get in the zone more? And it's like,
0: yeah. So when, when I've gotten in the zone and I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this, when I've gotten in the zone, it's because I'm trying so hard on every shot that it just becomes a rhythm of me trying extremely hard to where I don't notice it anymore. Yeah. But it's not, it's not ever like, it's not ever something where I just like, you know, freewheel around the table and everything just rains in. It's like, it's just sometimes I just get working so hard that I'm like, I fight for one ball and then it's like my whole universe and I fight for the next ball. and It's my whole universe. And all of a sudden I look up and it's an hour later and I just ran a bunch of balls. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not ever like, it's not ever like I just get up there and I'm like, everything's easy ha 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 you know i don't know i don't ever really feel that way
1: yeah i think that the game is a grindy and i think that through that one ball at a time grind you can get into a rhythm or a zone or like a, a sweet spot like we were playing today and yeah yeah like i'm grinding 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 i'm grinding on every single shot every single shot but then I also felt kind of flowy at certain times. Sure. So even though we're playing Scotch Doubles and stuff, like you left me a shot and I'm like, well, this is a hanger dummy. Don't worry about it. You know, like and I just nail it because I yeah, just, yeah, I just but, but you were
0: you're were feeling confident and you're in a rhythm. And so things are going good, but it's like you get there by grinding every ball until it becomes a rhythm and you feel confident that you're grinding the balls in and you feel clean. It's like it's it's but it's not. It's always tremendous amounts of focus and energy. Yeah, for every and, shot. And it's, yeah, and it's and
1: it's so fleeting. Like you'll lose it as soon as you let go or try to think it's going to come easy. And like I know that like when I like when I was playing a lot before, I was trying to build up a game that was like you're describing,
0: and, mm.
1: and uh, that is exactly what I was trying to do, Demi. I was like, yeah, I thought I could volume my way to where. I'll and I'll and I'll use all my gifts, quote unquote, and I'll build this juggernaut game to where it's easy, it comes easy. You know, like I'm just—it's just, just going to be a, an exhibition every time I play. And <laughs> <laughs> ah, so funny, <laughs> you know, it's like
0: everybody listening and me, everyone's just like anybody that's not laughing right now. It's just so funny to yeah. think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so, like it's—it's it's, it's all of our desires. That's our yeah. all of us deep down we don't want to have to work hard. So it's like, we would can't. isn't there a, it's almost like, um, it's almost like you have to shovel coal into a furnace to keep the ship going. And it's like, well, what if I, what if I shoveled a lot of coal today? Could I just sit back in a lawn chair and coast for five days then? Cause I've shoveled really hard. Can I put in enough work to just become a player where it's just easier? It's like, nope, you just, you got to like shoveling coal, man. Yeah.
1: And then, yeah. So what happened was That didn't work. And I melted down and broke down and I got out of the game. And then once I stopped and I had a break and I came back now, now I came back and I realized because I hadn't played in so long, I was grinding in balls. And then because I put in so much work, my game had elevated. So now when I combine the two where I'm like, okay, I put in all this shit out of volume and my game elevated, but then my mind changed, my mind shifted to where I realized I have to grind because I no longer can put in 10 hours a day. Do you know what I'm saying, Dem? like the like Once I pulled volume off the table, then I realize whenever I pick up my cue, I have to grind. And now when I play pool and I pick up my cue, I, my performance is a lot steadier because I'm grinding. That's the difference, I think, is that I'm grinding now every time I pick up my cue. And I used to grind for sure, like you described, but but I, there was that little part of me that just was like a, we just busted out laughing, where I'm like, I'm just gonna build it up so because I didn't want to grind, right? I'm gonna practice so
0: hard that someday I don't have to try. I just yeah, want to be able, yeah, to, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I think so. Then so then the fake trying. So what I think about is like I think that there's one of the greatest illusions in pool. One of the greatest illusions in pool is how effortless the top elite players make the game look. Mm -hmm. You know, like Shaw Mm -hmm. makes the game look ridiculously easy in his way. And, and like, you know, JL Chang or Shane, you know, at times they, or Albin, you know, they just sometimes, well, I mean, you know, sometimes they just make the game look so easy. And that is an illusion because like Shaw, it looks like, oh, this, I'm so good. This game is easy, but it's like, the guy is just working so hard. Mm -hmm. And then, and then it's just like, I I have, well, and this doesn't quite relate. I'm just thinking if it relates, I have that saying where bad players treat the game like it's easy and make it hard mm-hmm. and good players treat the game like it's hard and keep it easy. And I feel like they treat, they respect the game and they respect how tough the game is and they get up there and they've practiced their whole life and developed their gifts to the level where they almost could free rail around and play pretty good, but that's not what they're doing. They're getting up there and like working as hard as I mean, when Jason ran seven fourteen, He wasn't just like, Oh, this is easy. Big pockets. I could shoot any ball. No, he's up there like fighting for every angle, fighting for every break, and 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 he does it quickly and he does it with rhythm and he does it with confidence. So I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying you can't be confident. I'm not saying you can't be rhythmic. I'm not saying you can't flow. I'm just saying you have to work. And that and so so if people watch the top pros and get the illusion that like they're good enough that where the game just flows for them. It's like, yeah, They're working really, really hard. They're not up, you know, but if a player sees that, they're like, I just want to become a player where I can just flow around. They just want the part where they flow around and everything's easy. Mm -hmm. And so like when, when we think about the players we've talked about that like quote unquote fake try, I think of players that are up there trying to like duplicate the mannerisms of a Shaw or a Shane and trying to like, and even Jesse said this once, he was talking about like, why do 620 or 600 stall out at 600? He's like, they're always trying to catch a gear. Like they're always trying to like, act like they're Shane and just catch that gear to where everything, just kind of freewheel around and just kind of flow through the racks. And they're just trying to like, trying to like, yeah, yeah. they're trying to shake it up and have it just magically come together. And it's like, yeah. no, you've got to work really hard and then it'll come, you know, but sometimes it comes together. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah and I think, I think even uh, like fake trying can come in on like your overall meta strategy for pool too. Like, cause you could, cause I can, I could sit there and say, well, like, I'll speak for myself. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I, if I was at points in my playing, like, I could say, okay, let's say I tell my wife I want to play pool, I want to play like a lot of pool, I want to play professional tournaments and everything like that. Well, I could say go out to my garage and play an hour or two and then and act like 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 that's not going to get me to where i you know what i'm saying like i knew that when i was playing to get to where i wanted to be i needed to play a lot of pool like hours and hours and hours of pool to get to, to where i want to be and i just feel like like i like i i could have a tendency to like act like i was trying to get better you know what I'm saying? Like, really, if I know, if I, if I, if I look in the mirror and the mirror says, you need a, a lot more effort than you're putting in. And, but, but I don't really want to put in that effort. So then I, like, I can, I can, I, can, I, I call it fake trying, but maybe I'm just deluding myself and saying, um, you know, I'm putting in enough work I'm or something like that, Demi, where it's like, I'm putting in enough work. So it looks like I'm putting in work so that, you know, do you know what I'm saying, Dom?
0: Yeah, you're talking like, about the overall game management, like the, the yeah. career management, career side management
1: side. And it doesn't not even if you're playing cool professionally or something. But if you want to get better, whatever that, whatever the amount is that that, or whatever your whatever your things that you need to do to get better, I think that people can have a tendency to find reasons and excuses, and they can practice and play, and then sort of say, "Well, look at how much I practice and play, and I'm not getting better." And to me, yeah. that's that's in that sort of fake trying category because it's like, yeah, well, you're yeah. not being, do you know what I'm saying? This, there was
0: a, I, I told this story once, but it was like two years ago. I, I it just sticks in my mind. I was walking uh, downstairs with a plate. I had a plate of dinner in one hand, like in one hand and I had a drink in the other hand. And <laughs> I got to the, the door was at the bottom of the stairs. The door was closed and I had to open this door and I wasn't really paying attention because you're just like, well, you know, I I was already kind of thinking about where I was going to, what I was going to watch, you know, what pool match I was going to watch whatever. So I get to the door and I start fumbling around, trying to open the door, but I've got a plate of food in one hand and a drink in the other. And so I wasn't really aware of what was going on, but first I was like seeing if I could like get the doorknob to turn. It was a doorknob. And then I, and then I like tried to put two fingers, of the hand that was holding the glass and then I realized I could turn it with two fingers but then the only way to turn it would be to empty the glass glass. and so then I was like and all of a sudden I like after a few seconds it might have been 10 seconds it might have been 30 seconds but after a few seconds I came to the present and I stopped being distracted by what I was going to do once I sat down in the other room and I, I realized that I was standing by this door fumbling around like an idiot and like I was I'm like wait a second This is a door. Like this doesn't have to stop me. Like I I have the tools to open this door and I set the drink down and open the door and I'm like, ta-da. And I think I I always remember that because I'm like, there's times when you're fumbling around with stuff. Like, well, maybe if I tried practicing this for 20 minutes or hit those shots for an hour, maybe that would help. But then it's like, but then it's, it's, so it's almost like, well, let's try that. Or maybe I can hit this a few times or maybe I'll work on that till I make it a few times. And now I I feel like I, I just made it a few times. That's good. But it's like, wait a second. I feel like sometimes we're just fumbling around at the door and it's like, what if we, what if we, and and there's a good litmus test. I like this test. It's the problem is when you think about what, sh- what do I have to do to actually hit my goals? It's so daunting that you might not want to look at it. Kind of like Ari and the shooting yes, and not exactly. wanting to, kind of like yep. not wanting to look at the last three months where you've never shot. It's really hard. Sometimes it's really easy to just work up the waters and not really be accountable and not really look at what's going on. Yeah. And how, what you're doing is actually working or not working. So instead of it's because the problem is if you, if you ask yourself, what do I need to do to hit my goals? if the answer might be one that's so daunting that you'd just rather not answer. So ask, here's a hack on this one, ask yourself if you were, if somebody else played identically to you and they came to you and paid you as a coach and said, I'm struggling. With this. What? What do I need to do to get better? What would you tell them to do? Yeah. Because somehow, yeah. if you're not the one that actually has to do it, if you're just like, "Well, you should, you know, goddamn, do this and this, <laughs> and, this and this," and they'd be like, "Son of a gun, that's what I should do." Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's exactly.
0: a way I could trick. That's somehow. I sometimes I trick myself in that way.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I. It, I just, just that's awesome. I think. Uh, I think what I'm what I I'm, I'm trying to say, or what I'd like to say, Demi, though, too, is to be clear how do you get to where you can actually be honest with yourself about what needs to happen without beating yourself up, without whipping yourself, without being too negative, like how to do it. Like that's the trick. That's the thing. That's what I'm trying to, and as a father with my 13 year old, that's what I'm trying to teach him. It's like, how do I teach him to be honest? You know, after a game, he'll come in and be like, Oh, the refs or, Oh, the coach doesn't give me playing time. That's what it came down to no playing time. Right. And I'm like, well, you know, you'll get playing time when you go out there and you die a little on that court. Like if you put in your effort, you will get playing time. If you stop, if you actually try, like if you really try, and, and, and I explained it to him, we had a good conversation about it. And he actually did go out and the next game, uh, the coach came over and compliment me how hard he works and how wow. he's like yeah i mean it was just, it was really really awesome and I cool i, I didn't that. hear that part of it yeah awesome, he, man. i've never talked to the coach before and he pulled us aside and he said he said uh you know ari is a hard worker and uh he 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 bent he yeah he ended up playing ari the full game where ari was worried about his minutes he wasn't getting minutes but uh, he started trying really really hard and, and he got a full he played the whole game with hardly any break And the coach came up and talked to me and it was really, it was awesome, man. It was, it was really cool. But what I'm saying is like, the whole thing was to try to, and with my kid, it's so gentle, right? You don't want to like break him. He's like a little gentle kid and I love him. So, and anyone that's, we're trying to help with pool. I don't want to upset anybody or make anybody feel uncomfortable. But what I'm trying to say is there is a, there is a way that people, I feel like you, as a competitor, as a person trying to get better, you have to be able to look at what you're doing and, 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 and be brutally honest and be honest with yourself and, um, and then to, to try to move forward. You know, like, like you, exactly yeah, what yeah. you were saying with like, if, some, if, you, if you were paying someone to, you know, to, yeah. like the trick you just said, it's like, how does a person get to where they can be honest with themselves? Without beating themselves up, that's that's the mat. That's the magical thing. You
0: know? Yep. Yep. No, it's it's really really cool. I mean, I'm I'm talking about inspiration. I mean, I'm I'm hungry. I want to go work right now. You've got me wanting to go work harder than I thought I've worked before. But uh, so then so then and, and and I just keep coming back to like there's a question I'm going to ask you, which is going to be how would somebody like what would it look like if somebody's fake trying? Like how would you spot someone fake trying, or how would you spot it if you're fake trying? I think when I think about it, I keep coming back to where. I picture players that are trying to like they're acting like they think a good player looks as they're trying to act like a pool player instead of trying to just find ways to pocket the balls, you know? So they're just trying to like smooth around and like, okay, for me, there are symptoms. Like if you don't get off the shot when you don't feel good, because it's like, well, I don't want to have to get off this ball. And this is an easy shot. I don't want to have to get off it and take deep breaths and get back down and then struggle to make it. I just want to be the kind of player that can shoot this in. Like that to me is like, that's not how a good player does it. Like a good player, I'd rather, if a bad player is someone that has to get off the ball, take a deep breath and grind it in, I'd rather be a bad player that grinds the ball in than try to act like a good player and hang the sucker up. You know what I mean? Like that's one example of like, instead of trying to just do what needs to be done, you're more worried about like, well, I don't, I shouldn't have to work that hard or I shouldn't need to worry that much about that angle. I should just be able to float out there. And then when I get there, I should be able, I know all the shots and I, I should be able to do that. And the word should is a pretty good red herring. So I'm just trying to find like weight, like little checklists, like how could you identify it? And if you're thinking like, should, should, should like, I should be fine. Or I'm a player. I know all the shots. I'll just float out there. And that's how the players do it. It's like, no, no, no. How would you, you know, how do you need to do it to get it done? Yeah. Like, how would you spot, how would you spot fake trying and how would somebody spot it for themselves well i
1: so were there thoughts that you could recognize or is it more physical or- i think that i can okay so with i just i i know we we don't like talking about players or whatever but like <laughs> no 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 i'm just saying like I love Andy Andy yeah. loves me and yeah well you. he's
0: the he's, cool part about him is he's genuine and authentic enough that he's open talking about yes, this
1: yeah for sure and
0: it's not in him like we have gone through this too so it's yeah, not yeah it's, it's not an everybody pointing, thing.
1: we're saying like I'm helping Andy like Andy would come to my house and we'd play and I would talk like Andy and I played for hours and hours and hours when I had a table we played a lot of pool together and finally one day I was like Andy you're fake trying like you're 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 you you're you're walking down and you're looking at the angle and and but but then when you get to shoot you're just kind of like throwing it out there and you're not really pushing all your chips in and going for that particular spot or that really good angle you're kind of you know what i'm saying like he's 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 like acting like he was in my mind watching him play he wasn't precise enough and so he was He was going through a motion to go look for an angle and maybe even put his cue in that area. But then when he actually got down to shoot it, he wasn't really, really, really 100% committed to it. He was like, kind of like, he wasn't committed. I mean, he wasn't trying hard on that particular shot. So he he would, he was kind of like, yeah, I don't know if I can explain it other than that. Like I would just watch him and I would see him like kind of do the things that you were supposed to do kind of like mostly do to, to play good pool to run out but but he wouldn't be going that final extra step to, well, to so i know. think that I, i'm sorry to
0: interject but this sorry. is hard so no, no, not am I'm, I'm interrupting you i get to apologize to you you don't apologize to me <laughs> uh i i think i think it really has to do with wanting I I wrote a post and we talked about it with uh, expectations and we talked about it with ups and downs, but it comes to, with people want to be, I think the big problem, Josh, is people want to be good players with a capital G. So where this came from is there was uh, an AZ Billiards post where this guy was talking and, he made a comment about how frustrating it was because he got to this point where he he missed like two eight balls. He made these table runs and blew two eight balls and ended up losing this set. And he's just like, you know, I, I play good enough. I'm at the level to where it's like that shouldn't happen. And, and I really just, you know, for me to miss two eight balls and blah, blah, blah. And I was just, and I thought about it. What I answered, what I told him was, I said, you know, when you were a begin, it has to do with expectation there. Because I said, when you were a beginner, if you missed an eight ball, you'd just be like, you know, it would be like totally expected uh it wouldn't be a surprise it wouldn't be a disappointment you'd be like man you know i'm just whatever you just every shot is hard and and i'm like you know somewhere along the lines you know for a lot of years you were just like well i'm just learning so like if he was a a beginner or even a low-level intermediate and he was playing in an advanced league where everybody was better than him and he was really nervous and he was kind of like patchy and missed some balls he would just be like he might have a narrative where it's like well I'm just learning. I'm getting my feet wet. I'm playing better players. Every single shot I make is like one more than I expected to make. And I didn't expect to win a game. And yeah, I lost five, four, but I can't even believe I took that guy to the Hill, you know, and if I could get, you know, yeah, I missed the eight ball, but man, if I could get to the Hill, that's better than I thought I could do. And maybe if I could, if if I had a chance to win, and if I keep putting myself there someday, I'm going to win. Like, like people are excited. And, and, and I said, but somewhere along the lines, somewhere along the lines, you decided that you were a good player you decided you were a good player with a capital G. Like I am a good player and a good player makes these eight balls and a good player runs off. Like all of a sudden you have a bunch of ideas of what it means to be a good player. And so you have, it's like one day you played really well and you broke through and you had a couple months where you were winning tournaments and really doing well and moved up some levels and you were playing on top of your game. And so now you've decided you're a good player. And now when, when, and you have an idea of how a good player performs, and then when you don't perform that way, it's like, well, I'm, I'm supposed to be a good player. This isn't supposed to be going this way. And it's like frustrating, right? Does that make any sense? It's kind of like, yeah. it's all about expectation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so the thing is, I think that a lot of players have promoted themselves to where they're good players or they want to be good players. And and that kind of goes, I, I, maybe I'm kind of circling around because I'm trying to capture it, but like, I really feel like, um, you know, they a good, like a good player, the game comes easy and they just run open tables. And, you know, I mean, maybe once in a while they have to come with a hard shot in the one, but then the rest of it should just kind of be easy because it's, it's, a, it's expectation. I think there's an expectation that the game, that they're good and that the game should be easy. So, so I, where I have this mentality where maybe it's not the right words. I don't necessarily think that I'm a bad player, but I guess I would rather look at myself as a bad player trying hard to be less bad as opposed to trying to think of myself as a good player. Because once I start thinking I'm a good player, like expectations creep in and I'd rather just be like a little bit more on the side of like, yeah, this game isn't like, I have a lot of respect for the difficulty of the game. And I have a lot of at, at times when it comes to my pool game, I have a lot of humility because I've missed, like I've, i can I've seen the low end of my range enough to know that, just because there's times when things go good and there's times when I run a bunch of racks and everybody's like, Oh, you're a player. I'm like, I know the whole story. <laughs> you yeah, know I, mean? yeah. I know the whole story and I don't fall for that. Like yeah. I know that. And so I guess I just treat the game with a lot of respect and I have a little bit of humility and I don't have, and I, and I try hard and at times I have confidence and rhythm, but at times I don't. And it's like, I don't know. I, I just, I just think that I think that it's a, a leak to try to become a good player. I think it's a leak to try to become a good player. If by good, it means you have this idea of how you're going to perform and what's going to happen and how it's going to work. Mm -hmm. I I think, Yeah, I mean, and this is a really, really, this is a totally different conversation, but it's like, what's the difference between confidence versus expectations? And it's like, there's a very, very funny question that I've wrestled with a lot because confidence can be a good thing. Expectations are not the best and it's a really weird balance. But anyway, I, I guess- the reason I bring all this up is because from the standpoint of saying what are some signs that you might be fake trying I it's hard to spot physically for yourself but maybe if you think you're, if you're thinking things like I really think the word should I gave a couple of examples of like thoughts you might be having that could expose that you're kind of fake trying and like you know should 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 and and uh and thinking like you know how would a good player you know how how I'm supposed to be a good player how I, I'm a good player so as a good player I'll do this or that it's like quit trying to be a good player and just try to be you and fight really, really hard. And you know what I mean? Does that make any sense?
1: No, I I got you. I I got you. I, uh, I hear you. That makes a lot of sense. I, I think one more thing I'd add that might help someone or might not like for me, Demi, I know that I'm kind of fake trying when I'm not, when I feel wobbly physically, my pyramid like that I stand on. If I'm down to shoot dummy and I feel like I'm swaying or moving and I'm not locked in and like on the shot and locked in where I'm I'm planted, I guess what I'm saying is like if I go to the pool room and I'm like, I'm just gonna go throw the balls out, hit balls and do all this stuff and you know, whatever, draw the ball around and hit 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 hard shots and look like a player, it's like eventually what happens is. I'm not centered. I'm not when I'm grinding. I'm centered. I'm planted. I'm like I'm like like a solid, solid, solid pyramid. And what it just it might sound weird, but like I can feel myself swaying and moving in the shot. And then and if that if I'm still trying to shoot the balls in when I'm doing that then I'm acting like I'm playing pool. I'm not playing pool because if I was really playing pool, I would be solid in the shot and not swaying. Like I would take the time to put that extra effort into set. It's almost like getting off the ball. It's the yeah, same thing. Yep, yep, yep. It's like, it's the same thing. It's, it's just a, it's just the, the physical feeling that I have playing. It, it's a getting off the ball thing. It, it's a different, different, but same, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: And I think that, you know, it's hard, it's really hard to capture, but I think that we've, Said it, we circled around it enough ways to where I I don't know that if we if we deleted this and re-recorded, I don't know that we could do better. It's a it's a a, a subtle thing. It's a
1: weird but but
0: it's real thing, and it's and it's and it's so
1: it's about reality though. It's about being in reality with yourself. Yeah, just to put a bow on my kid. When I told him that, he knew exactly what I was saying. I mean, he knew exactly He did not get. He's a very like he he can get defensive at times when I'm trying to help him and I, and I feel like I said it very loving with him, but when I brought up this fake trying thing, cause, cause of the way he was doing his ba- his, his plays and running his plays and playing basketball, he knew immediately. It was kind of like, I called him out on it after six months of watching it. And he knew immediately that he did it like he, that he was doing that. You know? Yep. Yep. And, and I so, think, and I yeah. think
0: that when, when there's a, a drill that we do the, the back and forth drill and uh that, that, um, when I know that it was a year ago that when we talked about it, and that's, I think the biggest thing that stood out for me is when you told me, like I was like, I looked at it like this shouldn't be that shot. Like this shouldn't be that hard. Like I'm supposed to be some kind of player. Like I teach pool, you know, it's such yeah. a shark. I'm like, I'm yeah. supposed to be a, like, I, I teach pool. How, how could I teach pool for a living? And I play in professional tournaments and I'm like, I've got, you know, a professional level game. And yet, and yet this, this simple drill, I can just like saw in the rails and, and rattle balls out. And like, how come I can't just get down and cl- point and click? Like it's a click on a mouse. And how come I can't just do this? Like, like Fedor makes it look, you know? And it's like, and then when you told me that you're just up there, like, cause you do that really well at drill. And, and, uh, and, and I was like, how come I can't do that? And you told me how hard you worked. And I was like, it was just funny. And it's, it's always funny to hear from like, you know, really good players that are really good at stuff because you know, like Bo Runnigan, you know, like the Bo Runnigan story where Bo Runnigan, uh, he plays great pool. And when he was in Minnesota, he was like our top player at one point And he was just crushing the regional pool scene. I mean, he was just crushing it. And then like you talked to him. I talked him. to
1: him. Yeah, I just talked to Bo and I said, Bo, how do you get to where you just crush pool like this? Like, kind of like, what do you? What did you do? Or what? I'm trying to like learn from Bo. He goes, Josh, all I do is lose. He goes, that's it. I mean, that was what the funniest thing. He goes, because I thought Bo, all he does is win. Like, Bo, every time I see Bo, he's winning. Yeah. And he's like, bro, he goes, all I do is lose. Like, I don't, yeah. It's you know. So it's
0: so funny yeah. to hear the truth. Yeah. And it's like, when when I watch how you do it, I'm like, my perception of how it feels to be you is so different than how it feels to be you yeah. that like, without you telling me that it's like, Jason, it's like the Jason Shaw thing where it's yeah. like, Oh shoot, man. He must, he must feel like this. You know, he must yeah. feel like totally Like this game is easy. And I wish, you know, it's like, but he's like, they're trying super hard. Yeah. And I
1: think that's a, I think that's the myth that competitors fall in that are trying to get better is that they have this myth, like, like Ari probably has this myth that, Well, these guys are just, it comes easy to them, you know, and maybe there is something because he is the shortest guy by a foot. If He's really undersized and all that stuff. But like, I don't know, like the amount of volume or the amount of street ball that they've played or whatever, they've put in a lot of, a lot of, yeah. I mean,
0: if he was at the professional level and and he couldn't get to the highest level like you could say, okay, well, maybe height has a factor, but like playing in, is he in junior high or high school? Eighth grade. Eighth eighth grade. I mean, like. Like if you were a, if you're a hungry, determined, you know, it yes. doesn't matter. A yeah. foot doesn't matter yeah. against that level of competition yeah. if you really want it.
1: Yeah. 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 And I can see it from the outside. I'm trying to help them with that, you know, without yeah. like using my huge claws and smashing. Yeah. 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 No, you're handling it like, yeah. you can so, it like a boss. I'm trying. You're it But yeah. So, so that's it, man. It's like, it's just getting reality based. And, and I think like a lot of what we talk about is, is reality, trying to get yeah. reality based. Yep. Because when you're out of when you're out of reality, you get discouraged and you can't put in the work that you need because you know what I'm saying. Like you're well, and your everything that, and, goes down. Every, Expectations—that's
0: expectations, all about yeah. expectations—are all about you know um, a false idea of how you are going. To, you know how you should perform versus how you actually perform. Yeah, and it's like yeah. it's all like everything that comes from my whole mental game approach for me is all based on being very, very, very connected with what's actually what the truth is and what not clouding things up with desires and, and delusions. Yeah. 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 Cool. No, that was awesome, man. I I hope that I, you know, I got something out of talking to you. <laughs> yeah. So if you all didn't get something out of that, then, you know, whatever, maybe you already <laughs> do all that. So good for you guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this is yeah 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 so let's shift to uh the future josh let's talk about the future the future (laughs) all right uh do you why don't you kick us off man because it's been your dream for a long time
1: yeah i uh well dem and i are working towards a club like uh, in minnesota like uh you know diamond tables private club um so I, I had a pool room in college. I, I've been, I've been in the business before, but I haven't been in that business for 25 or 30 years or whatever it is, 25 years or something. Um, and I don't want to do like a, like I never wanted to go back into the pool business. Like I didn't want to have a, a a retail pool room. I just that I just I liked my time in it. I had good experiences. I learned a lot. I met a lot of good people. I had tons of good experiences. It was really great. But I just don't want to do that again. So what I am interested in is a club. And, um, I have been for years and years and years, and I've always been talking to Demi. Like I want, I'm going to do a club, Dem. I'm going to do a club. And Dem Dem's like my best friend. And you, be, you know, you believe in me a lot and you're like, okay, I'm in for half. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> like that was like, when I didn't even want to do it. That yeah. exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. was still in for half. I'm like, I don't even want a club, but I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that yeah.
1: is so funny. Cause like, <laughs> this is like, like, I don't know, six, seven it's years. It's been a ago. long it's time. Been,
0: it's been a lifetime. It's been <laughs> years
1: and years that I've talked about a club. And and I have my reasons for wanting the club. Well, so here's
0: sure. here's what I'd like oh, to do. Yeah. To I want to I want to talk about what the club would look like, and then I want to talk about what it means to you. Why you're motivated. And I can talk about why I'm into it. But what like just specifically like physically like what would it look like? You know, you mentioned tape. Like yeah. Just in a
1: okay. So how would a, it work? Explain a, the yeah. In a like the okay. So like the the design of the club. You mean or do you yeah. Mean, just do you like, mean, yeah, like yeah. Like
0: What do they see? How does it work? Yeah.
1: yeah. So in a perfect world. I would like to have like kind of like a historic building with some brick and some hardwood and maybe some beams or whatever. So it's like, I have like this overall vision of where I'd like it to, to be fit or how I'd like it to go in there. Cause I'd like it to be pretty high end and pretty um, comfortable and kind of uh. Yeah, I just I have like a design design ideas. And so I have some yeah. design ideas like that. And then of course a brand new diamonds, like six diamonds, probably four to six. Yeah, nine foot. Nine yeah. foots. And uh yeah, I mean something in that range, like at least four, possibly six. And um, but yeah, it's like my pool room in college. I put a ton into the design and it and it was very it was a very special, very unique place. And the design was a big part of its uniqueness. And so I'm a big environment guy. And so I Mm -hmm. want to be in a really good environment and feel good about my environment. And especially when I'm playing pool. So when I think about where I want to go and play pool, I want to be in a specific environment with, with, with a certain design and a certain music element, a certain vibe and feel. And so that, that's, what's important to me about it was important about, you know, (laughs) All the businesses that I've been involved in, but but especially a club. When
0: we used to, we did a few three-day boot camps, the two of us, where we would go up to Fargo Billiards Mm -hmm. and Fargo Billiards is like one of the biggest pool halls in the world. And uh, when Mike Page had that thing opened up, uh, he had these private rooms Mm -hmm. where, I mean, it was the, the, the way that she flowed through, it was like. It was so pleasant to be there. Yes. It was like you walked in; everything was just there was room around the tables, there was plush seating. There was yeah. there was there was it was a nice, attractive. So these private rooms, he would give us a private room for three days, and we'd go just train for three days, just yeah. me and you. That Those were dope. some fun times, so dope. some yeah. of my yeah. funnest memories, man. Of course, and that's why yeah. I started. That's what the origin of the three day boot camp. But yeah. anyway, uh, and he put us in this private room, and there'd be like a TV and a leather couch, and then some art on the wall, and then a nine foot diamond, and it's just like it was just like that's like. If that was my house, I would never leave. You know yeah, what I mean? And, that's and what, so that's what. And so Josh. So I am. Time. I am absolutely. I'm a I'm a practical person. I have zero design finesse. Like Josh, you have a you know like there's you have the ability to put a room together where you just want to be in that room. Yeah, and that's what yeah, you're talking about. And so yeah. you want a room where you've got, and then it would be a club. So not everybody even knows. Like not everyone knows the club model. So explain the club model.
1: Yeah. So a club model is. Uh, it's not open to the public um, and it has private members. And so you would have six tables and I guess you'd ha- we'd have sort of a, a model of how many people we would need to be viable uh, because there's rent and there's, you know, you got to pay back the investment of the tables. It's expensive. So um, So anyways, you just try to set enough players so that people can definitely get on the tables and have time. To be playing on the tables and then be able to come in and play other players that are serious about pool um different than a pool room a pool room um is different than a club because in a pool room everybody's so disconnected in a way you become yeah, a community yeah. in a pool room certain pool rooms you can become a community but in a club you're sort of automatically a community because you like yeah you're part of the group that goes of, there in place yeah
0: so so I think about, and I want to make it clear, so a lot of people that aren't going to be anywhere close and might never come see this place, that's fine. There's going to be something for everybody. So there's going to be something for our local players here in Minnesota. There's going to be something coming up for the, uh, for the regional players. And then there's something coming up for the uh, national-level players, too. So everybody stay tuned. It's relevant to everybody here. And when
1: you say level, you mean location. Like location. Where yeah, you yeah, live. Yeah. Yes, where you live. Correct.
0: So for you, it's really about having a place where you can go play that you enjoy being in and you enjoy the equipment, you enjoy the atmosphere, you enjoy
1: the company. Exactly. That's exactly it. For sure. Yeah, Like I, I want to go with, I want to go play where the the equipment is near perfect and maintained and and set up really, really well. And I want to go where it's available. Like if there's six tables, there's going to be a table available. And I want to go where there's like-minded people that are trying to get better at pool and that enjoy the game of pool and have a passion for pool and that, um, you know, just like to play the game and, and, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so the way that this ties for local players, of course, is that if you're a local player to the twin cities, uh, you know, stay tuned because maybe, maybe you'd be a fit for the regional players. There's something, and maybe this could be for national level players too. But one of the things is that for me is that I, I didn't used to want a club. I didn't have any personal desire for it. Uh, But that's changed because for me, there's a couple things that are attractive to me. And one is, it might be that I do a few small, I I might start doing some small groups for two different reasons. Um, I've always done one-on-one trainings. Um, However, my, and so my goal is to, ultimately my goal is to help as many people as I can, as much as I can, right? Like I'm trying to figure out, you know, of course, if I, if I had a group of 100, I'm not going to be able to give the same type of individual. So then more is not always better, right? Because there's a trade-off between quantity and quality. And so I'm always trying to figure out, like, how can I, what's my best fit to help the pool world? And what am I good at? And what do I enjoy? Because that's important, too. Uh, the way that this started, though, is I've had, I've probably done, I don't know, 80 boot camps or so the last two years. And so since I have, man, that's a lot of my- <laughs> 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 anyway, that's intense, man. Those every time yeah. it's like a Everest expedition, but okay. Yeah. Uh, so, and thank you for all of you who have come and trade with me. You mean the world to me. So thank you. Um, but one, we were doing a refresher. That's the thing is, so I had some students that were asking about like doing a second boot camp because it really, they really, really was like, I could come do this like every two years. This is awesome. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want, <sighs> I don't like, I just, I want to be able to help people enough to where I don't want to like, it just, that wasn't my, really my plan was to sit there and try to like get a bunch of guys that are just, I, 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 it didn't sit well with me. And I know that they could use ongoing training and stuff, but that was, so I was mixed. And one of my students suggested that what if I got a group together of people that have already trained with me? And then we did like a, like a refresher slash training. So instead of teaching a bunch of new information, like, Hey, I've I've shown you the way the things that I think are important about how to play this game and how to put it together and how to develop it and I've tried to provide ongoing coaching with my Facebook group and everything. But what if we got like six guys together on three tables and just got together and did like a refresher where we go through some stuff, work on some stuff again, hit the same ideas, and not just not just teach 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 new breakthrough ideas, but just train further on the ideas that we've already talked about and put it into practice and put it into hours and help develop it further and, you know, smooth out the bumps because everybody's going to have like a game of telephone where it gets kind of, you know, it gets diluted. It's like, everybody's going to leave. And then little by little, like there might be some things that they, a lot of things they got out of it, but there might be a few things they didn't get the first time or that they forgot or that they never really hit and that we can smooth that out and go further, you know, and then put in a bunch of hours. And so I was like, that's cool. Cause if I did a group, it wouldn't have to cost as much. So I asked people who would be interested and like immediately 12 students were like, yeah, let's do it. So we've got the first group of six coming up August 19th through the 21st. And they're you know coming back and we're going to do a, a refresher and an ongoing training. And I'm really excited for it. But the problem is I don't have a place to do it. Now I I've got a local pool room owner that's helping me with some tables. It's not my dream setup. It's not my dream equipment and it's not you know, to be in the middle of a pool room with a group, you know, it would be much cooler to have a private club with my own nine-foot diamonds and and just be able to say we're reserving these three tables for three days and this is what we're going to do. And so I was really I and so that's where this comes in for like the players within driving distance is if I if I have a good location like that, I could start doing groups because I know that there's a lot of people listening that just can't quite make it work on the budget. You know, because I get it. So But if I could do groups that I could offer at a price point that would be affordable and there might be 200 people listening or 100 people listening that want to come here and just can't quite swing it. But if I could do a group of four or a group of six and make it affordable to them, um, that they would be here tomorrow. And so it's like I just need the location to do that. So if you're if you're in the region, you know, if you're within five, six hours, you know, it's pretty cool because uh, if you don't need airfare to get here, it could be pretty affordable to train with me then. And I could maybe make that available to where I'm working with more people and doing a lot of good. And so I am really excited to have a club for that reason. Uh, the reason I say it's not maybe, you know, if you're out of state, like, you know, airplane tickets, it's you know, travel is expensive. And if you have to fly out here, stay here somewhere, then, you know, as a group, uh, it might not scale to do that for a group, but it might, you know, so I don't know. I haven't worked it yeah, all out yet. Kind of, but know, the point is, different. is that for sure people within driving distance, that would that would help a lot of people in the region area. And, uh, and then I'll just say the other thought is that, you know, the right now with Minnesota, Josh and I we're like, we don't get to really play tournaments here because they don't have
1: nine foot pool tournaments in Minnesota, which is that that's, a safe, that's, that's completely accurate. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's been years, years, like years. I have probably hosted the last ones they had. Yeah. Like I played the know, one at,
0: at Stooges, yeah. you know, at, uh, uh, the, those four, you know, the little four man yeah, single limb yep, thing. Yep. Yeah. But I mean that was like two years ago and that was the last time I played here. Yeah, it was the last tournament I played. I mean, yeah. so the point is it's they don't everything's handicapped, bar table, whatever, and that's fine. Everybody has everybody gets to play where they want to play, and that's fine. But then for me and Josh, you know, people are like, well, if you don't like it, just okay, okay. If we have a club, there are several things we can do. We could do in-house leagues. If we wanted to have an in-house league with like all the club members, maybe we'll have to pick a day of the week and just get everybody together and do some kind of league. We could run our own tournaments where we can run a tournament, you know, whether it's once a month or once a week, whatever, see what the demand interest is, but we could run some tournaments out of there. And then Josh and I could actually play in our home state. And that's, that's pretty fun, man, to think that we could have a place to go play in our own state. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool.
1: Well, in the past, I mean, it's not sour grapes, man. Cause I, I appreciate that people gave me the opportunity, but in the past, I like, I actually stepped up, put in money and ran nine foot tour- tournaments. So at different pool rooms around and, So I would put up the added money, I would market them, I would get the people to go there. And I just did it as like to generate a tournament for myself to play in, honestly, locally, and to kind of do a give back because, you know, pool's been like the biggest thing in my life to help me get to where I can actually have some money to put into these things. And so that's great and it was cool and it was a good experience. Um, But that's that's not, that's not our, that's not my thing. You know, it's like, being able to do that in my own place with my own club like that that has a lot well and the other thing is that the response
0: the response from the local area was that there's the response was i don't i don't want to say disappointing because that would imply expectations but like people looked at it kind of like well is that a tournament you know i could play this handicap Fargo rated tournament where i do this or that and that's nine foot maybe who's going to be playing it can i win whereas if we had a a number of members that was like a community and we're all playing leagues together we're all friends and we're training together then then if we wanted to run a tournament it would be a different culture it would be a different culture where we just want to go spend time with each other push each other play it wouldn't be about how much is first how and Who would i have I to beat, who yeah, would i have exactly. to beat to get it it would yeah. be more about let's just play yeah and let's just play 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 for fun you know yeah, yeah. and so and so that i think we can create a culture where people just enjoy to play you know and I, you know, for the members, like I would, you know, you and I would be up there playing and helping people and, you know, going up there and sparring with people and working with them on their game. And then I'm going to, I'm just going to jump to the part. So this is tricky to pull off, but like, I have a dream. What, what really lit me up on this is like, I have a dream of having like a dojo where we trade pool. And so there's places where you can play tournaments. There's places where you can play leagues, and there's places where you can get a lesson, but when I was a kid, I was in Taekwondo. And the way it worked was you went up there and you, you three, four nights a week, you trained. And it was like, not every, you can't, nobody made all the sessions, but there was a session or two, you know, beginners in advance or whatever. There's sessions every day. And you went to, you know, two, three, four a week. And, and then, and then you'd have some tournaments and then you'd have other stuff, but like most of it was just, you go up there and train. And there's, that's not in pool. They don't have that. And yeah, you could practice on your own, but there's something to me, there's something very, very engaging and exciting about the idea of having like 20 people in a room and getting on tables and saying, okay, tonight we're going to work on safeties and then we're going to work on kicks. So the first half of it, we're going to work on these types of safeties. I'm going to have, I'm going to have you play the safe and then you're going to kick out of it. And then you're going to take turns and we're going to finish this end game again and again and again. And then We're going to move the cue ball a foot to the left and talk about how that would change the type of hit we need and why and how we're going to, instead of banking it to the second diamond on the side rail, we're going to bank it up table now. And here's how you have to hit that one. We're going to practice and see the difference on that hit. And then we're going to play that safety and then you're going to kick out of it and then you're going to switch it off. And then then after maybe half an hour, 45 minutes of that, maybe we'll work on one other skill for a little while. And then at the end of which, if you guys want to hang out, we're all here. If you guys want to hang out and play, well, go ahead. And then we can hang out and play for an hour or two or whatever. And so to me, that is something that like, it it fills my heart with so much excitement and enthusiasm to think about that, to just be in a room with people training pool, you know, and not everybody could do it, you know, three nights a week, I get it. But like, even if people could join one night a week or two yeah. nights a week or whatever, and then have students that get good enough at the material that they can help train the classes and everything like they do. And I'm just like, man, that to me is a culture where, if we have a a group of people that enjoy each other's company, push each other on the table, train hard, play hard, play in some leagues, train train a few nights a week, or and then play some leagues and play some tournaments, and then support each other, man, and actually try to ah just I can't even put it in words, man. What that yeah. would be?
1: It's exciting. Like it, it's just really awesome, man. Like that 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 hasn't existed with pool and and like. I think it's awesome. Like I think putting the dojo karate model on top of pool. Is a, is
0: a, I is want a, Cobra Kai, man. That's Cobra Kai. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm no, watching right Cobra
1: Kai now. Yeah. So it's really funny. Yeah. I want to be Johnny, man. <laughs> you want to, want to be, be Johnny. Johnny. You just want to be Johnny. Oh man. No, I, I think it's awesome down. And, and I think it's cool, man. And I think, I think it's, it's, it's highly doable to do, to do those classes um, during the week and to have, and not, not everyone has to be on every single class, but when you join, like I've, on jujitsu or whatever short periods of time and i've seen schedules and how they do it and it's like you just you you take the class you can take you go with whatever beginner intermediate whatever class you have available it's the same thing with like yoga all those models exist right now and it's like it just it can exist for a pool and it could be very very useful for people to and i can rotate it
0: so that like I could rotate it so that, like, stay, instead of having like every Monday be safety Monday, it could rotate so that, yeah. that, so that if somebody came every Monday, that they would get a diverse set of exactly. training over the over yep. a couple of months. Yes, and and then and then I want to I want to explain for the people that are national people that don't live anywhere close to Minnesota. Let me explain why this would come into you is because then,
1: Mister Prospect,
0: Mister Prospect is that then I was like, well, what if we had a camera on the on a, on a pool table and a camera on the instructor, and what if we live stream this and what if we had it available for people nationwide that could like make a small contribution to help us out but then at the same time uh be part of it to where they could actually like practice along with take us. the
1: classes virtually basically. what if
0: yeah. you could just train along with us if you had a table at home or something and yep. you could just say you know what I'm just going to set up the shot the way they're setting it up. I'm listening to how they're hitting it. I'm seeing how it's working. I'm going to set it up to, or I'm going to see, I see how they're shooting these, you know, this drill. I'm going to set it up or this pattern that we're working on. I'm going to set it up. I'm going to go through it with them. Uh, You know, depending on how many people would be participating online, whether it was, you know, 10 or whether it was, you know, a thousand obviously would change the level of one-on-one you know, availability, but like, I, I would picture that there would be like a chat box up and that there'd be people that if somebody had questions or, if, you know, if somebody wanted to take a video of themselves and send it, if they, had, you know, like there, there might be some level of support beyond just, because here's the thing. There's, there's a lot of instruction. There's a lot of YouTube videos and a lot of drills, but I've noticed that for me, that it's totally different watching live pool than it is watching a recording of pool, like on YouTube, even though. It's the same, I'm watching pool, but knowing that it's actually happening right now, there's something that changes. And I feel like if, yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there you can randomly look up and try to train, but knowing that, hey, you see a room full of people training and you could be one of them and you could log in and say, hey, you know, this is, uh, you know, Cincinnati kid, 17 or whatever from, from Ohio and, 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 oh, Hey, you're the chat. Welcome back. Glad you made it this week. Here's what we're training on tonight. And then like, to be able to train along with us. And then if you have questions or whatever, uh, just to be part of a group, I don't know, man, I think that it could be really, really special.
1: Yeah. And I think live there's a benefit too, Demi, because a lot of times when you see the stuff on online, the YouTube, we've talked about this before, it's sort of cherry picked, right? So if you're watching a live, version of what the drill is. You're going to see the the shots that work and the shots that don't work and the shots, maybe how people are struggling or not struggling with it. And it's just, it's a lot more, it's, it's less, uh, it can land with you a little bit deeper. Well,
0: yeah. And there's some good stuff. I mean, Neil's fan has some good content and some good drills, but like, it's different than being part of a group. And I guess what I'm saying is you could be part of a community, a virtual community or part of our community that like is training with us, you know, And, and that's, you know, we're, we're going to do this. And so anybody that wants to be part of it, you know, I, I think it's, you know, it's, we won't know until it runs how how it feels. But I feel like I, I I anticipate that it could feel different to be part of our group training along with us. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, Google searching videos or yeah, YouTube watch, searching yeah, videos.
1: Alone with at, at, yeah, alone in your in your basement watching YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a little bit more you're more engaged and things. So that's
0: where even if you can't physically get here. Man, I stay tuned because we're working on this. So, so
1: I have a question for you, Demi. Yeah. Are Are we? Well, okay. Well, we could do this at the end too. But I think, are we going to kind of try to gauge interest or get some? Yes. Like go a, ahead. Go ahead.
0: Well, that's I, who's I, who's I, the who's the good cop? Who's the bad cop? <laughs> Are we going to do hit them with the what clothes? Like the, cool. yeah, the exactly. takeaway clothes? I mean, if we don't have enough support, this thing might not happen. Are we going to go that well? We, I think
1: we should, at least, <laughs> I should start with that.
0: I have a sales background and we used to learn these cheesy clothes where they'd be yeah. like, hit them with this clothes, hit them yeah, with that exactly. clothes, yeah. like room. clothes.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, this isn't a museum. These things sell. I might not be here tomorrow. <laughs> it's the museum clothes that yeah, take yeah. away, yeah. whatever.
1: Yeah. Well, no. I mean, okay. So the reality is if you're local, like email Demi and tell them, tell them if you're interested, like we need, like we need an interest check. Yeah. I think that's, it's like a part of running, a starting a business is having a business plan. Like when I started my pool in college, I went around the dorms and I asked people, like I did a survey, right. And I was able to see would people be interested in this business as part of my business planning. So part of our business planning is like, like we can look at this thing. And if, if we only have four people that are that are sort of loosely interested like we we need more people than that to well, make but, this but
0: viable, you know the well. thing the thing about it is we were looking at like properties we were looking at properties and the problem is if we go too small and we have only a few tables then if there's if the thing is popular and people want to be part of it it would be stupid for us to put ourselves in a spot where we can't accommodate what the number of people that want to participate uh you know and we're stunting our own Growth because we we go too small and we're locked into some three year lease on something which can't accommodate the demand. But on the other hand, we don't want to sign a lease on something that's going to cost fifty thousand dollars a month and nobody shows up. So yeah, yeah. so the point is when we were looking at how big you know how big of a room or how much we want to put into it, Um, if we go in without asking anybody, we would have to be a little bit cautious about our opening size. Whereas if we if we talk if there's like if we get you know a couple dozen people in the area, they're like yeah I'm in. Well then we can go ahead and build the room we want to build without, without having to be, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're right. Yeah. I mean that, that, it's a, it's a huge difference. The whole project is a huge, it's, it's a huge difference in the project. If we get the feedback that people are interested in doing it and we get an amount of people that we're like, okay, this, this is an amount of people that have said they're interested that, that, you know, of course we're also going to have to, um, you know, as part of starting a business, like you're gonna have to have a marketing plan, you're gonna have to have a membership sort of idea and plan and drive. And so I get all that. But we're just trying to like get an initial idea from people that are familiar with you and your training and that would be interested in doing more like ongoing weekly training as part of this thing and being being a member, you know, right? right. Yeah, we're just trying to like gauge that interest and see. And then on a national level, are there people that, that you're listening to what Demi's talking about, are you interested in, would you be interested in potentially um, like a membership to participate virtually live in these these weekly training things? Yeah,
0: and was, and, and, if, and if I was doing that, like people might be like, well, I wonder what that would cost. like. I'd like to keep it to where people could like, where it's more like a Spotify thing than it is like a, a gym membership. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, where it's yeah, like, hey, yeah. I'm happy to just chip it a little bit because this is pretty cool and I want to help these guys. Yeah. So that's what we're thinking. And you get value
1: from it. I mean, right. It'll, it's going to be a value. So, yeah.
0: yeah. So please, so my email is info at mnpoolbootcamp.com. Uh, MN like Minnesota, info at mnpoolbootcamp.com. So yeah, shoot me an email. If you're a national player, like, yes, I would love to train along with you guys. Uh, Shoot me an email if you're a regional player and you would like to, if I have something, if you've you've been to my website and you're interested in one-on-one training, but you couldn't pull the trigger because it was just a little bit too much. If you're interested in being part of a four or six person group, uh, I have seen, I would work really hard, by the way. Uh, I'm going to do this. I just need the the setup first, but uh, I have seen enough to know that when I, when i work with players like i would do it based on uh fargo rate or or known ability so like if there's players that are like 475 to 550 or 575 like i would put those guys in one group and then if there's guys that are like 550 to 650 i would put those guys in another group because there's two different skill sets that they those people have and different things they need to work on and so bottom line is is that it, I would make sure that we're we have like skilled players that are likely to have similar things that they need to work on, and I know I've seen enough repetition over my eighty boot camps here that to know that eighty percent of what uh, one five forty needs to work on another five forty. You know, there's always some individual stuff, and you know what though, with three days, you, you get you get time to work on individual stuff too. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm confident that I could do this, and um, I'm just trying to figure out if there's players that that are in the region or even nationally that would say, Hey, I don't know that I can swing the three-day one-on-one, but man, if, if the cost got knocked down to where it was a part of a group thing, I'm in on that. So let me know info at MN pool bootcamp. So I want to hear from people that want to be part of the virtual training. Want to be peer people that might be interested in doing a group thing with me. And then I want to hear from people that are uh, maybe interested in being uh, a member on the local level. So good. Yeah. Blow up my inbox. Yeah. Make me regret this.
1: No, that's awesome
0: all right josh well uh i look forward to hearing from y'all and thanks for tuning in and, and thanks uh, special thanks to those who have uh, reached out to me and uh listener questions and boot campers and uh I, I wish i could
1: meet i hope to meet every one of you every one of you so all right yeah no it's awesome i uh i'm i'm excited like i'm just excited to to see what the kind of the interest or the feedback is on it on it, like a club and some of the training things you're talking about and uh, I'm excited to do a club and I'm excited to participate in you know helping players I'll be around there so I you know I like helping players I like playing with players it's a fun
0: game yeah it's 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 it's, it's,
1: it's, it's a it's an awesome game and and I I'm you know I really enjoy playing right now and I need people to play and part of the benefit of having a club and having a bunch of members is that I can play with them you know it's like that's it. I'm just looking forward to having people to play with because I go to a pool room now and there's no one to play with hardly for me. And, uh, you Uh, know,
0: it's, it's the best game in the world and it's fun to share it. And I want to be with
1: like-minded people. So it's really, really exciting. And, uh, yeah, we'll be interested to see if we get kind of sponsored. So, yeah.
0: Sounds good. Well, we'll catch all you in the future and, uh, in the future, in the future. All right. Take care.